She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Open air with Don Newton. Welcome, everyone. This is Open Air, and I'm your host, Don Newton. If you want to live to a healthy 100, you need to eat like healthy people who've lived to 100. In his highly anticipated cookbook debut, three-time New York Times bestselling author Dan Buettner has gathered 100 recipes for longevity from the Blue Zones. These are places around the world where people live the longest, healthiest lives. In his latest book, The Blue Zones Kitchen, 100 Recipes to Live to 100, Buettner traveled to Blue Zones like Greece, California, Italy, Japan, Costa Rica to discover the traditional diets that yield the world's longest living, healthiest people. Hey, Dan, how are you? Best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel better? That people groaning on about their problems? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my back hurts. <laughs> hey, any day above ground is good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's what, that's well, we're going to keep you above ground longer with this book. <laughs> Yes, the book, The Blue Zone's Kitchen, 100 Recipes to Live to 100. It's great to talk with you again. We've talked in the past of Blue Zones. I mean, they talk about this being an organization, but I think it's it's a movement, Dan. It's not an organization. It's it's you're moving people and inspiring and getting um, people to change how they look at their health and longevity. I'm very proud. You know, the idea comes actually from the statistically longest lived parts of the world, Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, Italy, Icaria, Greece, Nicoya, Costa Rica, and the Seventh-day Adventists. And I found those places as part of a big National Geographic um, project and, and then spent the last 15 years distilling down what these people have done for the past 100 years to lead to such long, healthy lives. And I've come to realize, my other books you know, have been about the, the whole ecosystem, but I realized that for most Americans, the entryway to a healthier lifestyle is through their mouth. So instead of being all high-minded like my other books, this one is really a beautiful coffee table book or a, a cookbook. A photo- National Geographic photographer David McLean shot it. And then I just went into the villages and the kitchens of old ladies, and I captured these recipes uh, of, that have led to longevity before they're completely – uh, buried by the American food culture, which is polluting uh, all, all these wonderful traditions around the world. Well, and also in reading the introduction, and the book, by the way, is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. It, it, nice job on this. And, and you're right, the photography is is amazing. But it is these blue zones talk about healthy, energetic lives and people that are not industrialized and the roads are made for walking, not for cars. It it really, their homes aren't made to be all high tech and, and uh, just a touch of a button. So it's really interesting to kind of do a little self-reflection 
here in America when you look at how others live in those countries? Well, we, we, there's, there's no bad impulse here, but, but we, we, our genes evolved in an environment of hardship and scarcity, and we live in this environment of abundance and ease. And, and we've just over-innovated in a way that these fatty, meaty, sugary foods are, are too cheap and too accessible. It's too easy to, to push a button to do all of our work. And you're seeing in blue zones that actually, if you want to live out your potential, you're, you're eating peasant foods, simple foods like beans and nuts and greens and tubers and whole grains. That's a, those are the pillars of blues, uh, the blue zone diets everywhere. And, and they're nudged into gentle movement all day long rather than sitting in their office uh, for eight hours and thinking they're going to make up for it in the gym. That's just not how we evolved. And talk about some of the the top longevity ingredients. What were some common things or themes maybe you found in these areas? I would say at the very top are beans. Uh, beans are world longevity all-stars. I think it, it, it could save the human race. Beans fix nitrogen in the soil. They're dirt cheap. Uh, they're, they, they have, uh, you combine them with a grain, they have all the protein of a steak, and much healthier protein, by the way. And the mo- here's this, the science reporting I did, and, and by the way, I have a feature coming out in, in January's National Geographic story, uh, our magazine on this, that we're learning that, that uh, the microbiome, which is a 100 trillion bacteria in our colons. It weighs between six and eight pounds. Um, these 100 trillion uh, bacteria produce short-chain fatty acids, which control our inflammation, regulate our immune system, regulate our mood. And the only thing those bacteria eat are fiber, and they love all kinds of fiber, and beans are great source of fiber. You eat a hamburger and french fries, there's zero fiber in that. Um, but you eat a, 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 a Sardinian minestrone or an Icarian stew or a Costa Rican uh, pico de gallo, which recipes for which I have in the book, and your microbiome dances with glee and pays us off with lower inflammation, uh, joints that don't hurt, arteries that are healthier, brains that are sharper, and an outlook on life that's brighter. Was it difficult to get these individuals to participate? Because these were, you went into individuals' homes and to convince them to have you watch, photograph, and publish. Yeah, and and the the photographers spent days with them. But see, I've been coming, going to these blue zones for 16 years, and and uh, I've put these places on the map. They were largely unknown, and now they're being celebrated worldwide for something they're proud of, which are their older people and the longevity of their experience. So I'm pretty readily invited into people's homes. There, I I think. you know, the average person showed up, but they wouldn't get this access. But, but I've I've used that access to make sure that I'm I'm honoring their food tradition. And David has t- taken stunning photography of the ingredients, the food techniques, the the people who are making this food, and the result is a is a book that looks great on your coffee table or can be kept in the kitchen to eat from for the next hundred years. And Dan, who do you want reading this book? I want moms to read it. 
That's the, the number one. Moms are the ones who, by and large, are still uh, driving the food decisions of their families. And, and they're really the CEOs of the family, and, and, and they have more influence than anybody else. If, so if I had to pick one demographic, it would be the moms. Well, and I think it's awesome how you've put this together. It's not only the guidelines of what, you know, we want to refrain from, retreat from, incorporate more of, but you're actually showing us these foods and how to put them together and and where they come from and, and the reason for it. How long did it take you to put this book together? Well, in a sense, 16 years. Uh, but I've been focused mostly on this. David McLean and I, the, the National Geographic photographer, uh, started about three years ago just focusing on these recipes. I collected over 300 of them. Uh, my my 85-year-old farm-raised father joined me, and I, he actually, I made him taste the foods, and if he gave it the thumbs down, it didn't make it into the book. I didn't want a bunch of exotic, you know, fermented tofu. I wanted foods Americans would eat. And I made sure these are simple recipes, easy to make, they're cheap, but most important, it only made it in the book if they were delicious. And uh, I'm very proud of it. You it's brought the, your own taste test kitchen with you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> well, we, we taste tested it back at home. But, but uh, yeah, I just found out, you know, I'm, I'm a Minnesotan. Minnesotans aren't inclined to, to puffery, but it's it's the number one best-selling book in America for the last two days. So I'm, I'm really proud. Congratulations. I, I worked really hard at this, and I, I'm a, I'm, I think it's a, a gift from the world's longest-lived people to, to Americans. Living a long life, it's like people will say, that's great to live a long life, but I want quality. I want to still be functioning and walking and not just... Yeah, and you don't want to be disabled. So that's a big mistake people make, that living to... Uh, so here's... the you, People listening right now, the capacity of your body... Listen to me, on average, is 95. If you're an average person, you should be able to make it to 95. I can't promise 100, uh, but the average Americans only live into about 80 or 81. So the value proposition is 12 or 13 years, but those are years largely without disease, the cancer, the diabetes, the heart disease, most of which we don't have to be suffering, but we are because of the way we're eating here in America. And you, you look younger and feel younger every every decade along the way and that's the value proposition and it's not that hard and it can be really delicious and it and it can be really fun i love this work and i appreciate that you just keep bringing more and more information to us the blue zones kitchen 100 recipes to live to 100 dan butner where can we learn more about you and find this book uh, at bluezones.com and uh, it's for sale at Barnes and Nobles or Barnes and Noble online. Or I like it when you support your local bookstore. Well, again, it's been a pleasure, Dan. Thank you. I love you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Open Air. I'd also like to thank my special guest, Dan Butner, author of The Blue Zones Kitchen, 100 Recipes to Live to 100. For more information about Dan Butner and The Blue Zones, you can visit bluezones.com. Open Air is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton.